0: Welcome back to Not 97. On today's episode, we sit down with Savannah, Georgia's own Pope baby. We introduced Pope to our audience on our season nine finale with his standout track, Do It For Pappy. We talk through growing up in Savannah and what his hometown means to him, plus the importance of giving back and his own Pope day, a city certified community focused celebration for Savannah. We discuss Pope's consistency, his latest yard work volume one mixtape and what's next. Plus, Pope puts on a live in-studio performance of Do It for Pappy. Live from the studio and brought to you by the Orchard and Human Resources. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is not 97. Enjoy. Pope baby. Well, welcome to nine ninety-seven. Thank you, for having me. Thank you for up. Uh, welcome to New York.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not my first time in New York. But every time I come to New York, I try and check out any new, like, bodegas I ain't ran into yet. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's a vibe you can't pay for right there. You like, find some new
0: bodegas on this trip?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the name of it. But somebody gave me a, a, a sausage, egg, and cheese, and it was beef sausage. Mm. I never did beef sausage before. Mm. So I was a little tooken back. It's like halal,
0: halal uh, bodega. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was a little taken back by the flavors, but, you know, it did what it was supposed to do. I appreciate that.
0: Before we fully get into it, you want to just introduce yourself real quick? Let the people know where you're from, kind of what you do.
1: For those who don't know, my name is P-O-T-E pope baby representing the 912 savannah georgia never disrespected never neglected cause i'm always gonna rap it but right now
0: we in new york on 997. i was saying when you walked in honestly i think this might be the quickest turnaround from playing an artist song on the podcast to having them come here in the studio yeah. uh and i really appreciate it but sure. um yeah play do it for Pat beyond. Uh, the finale of, of our season. And with I a appreciate reason. that. I appreciate that. And everybody fuck with it. Um, and and one thing we talked about when we played that on the show is like, and, and I mean, anybody that like dives into your work knows like proudly from Savannah. Yes. What about Savannah do you think kind of informs, I guess, who you are as an artist and, and the music that you make? Uh, With being
1: from a smaller city, like, I grew up with, you know, less opportunities, but still kind of, at least under under my parents, like, they always found a way to put food on the table with those less opportunities. So uh I'll say this for my all my father figures were dope boys. They all sold drugs, was in and out of jail. I I I my home was a trap house. A house got raided, all type shit. Like any 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 dope boy story that these niggas try to sell you, nine times out of ten, they never lived that shit for real. For me, I'm a son of that. I'm a son of that environment and a, and, a, and a product of that environment. But on the flip side, my mom she worked hospitality for 15 years. Never had to be in and out of jail. Had a very balanced life. So with me, I have the understanding of both sides of the coin, mm-hmm. the 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 hood shit and the bullshit, as well as the well shit and the swell shit. You feel me? But still figuring out how to you know make make means happen every single day, and that's always been like. My 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 narrative and my and, and the in the speech that I give to people, like no matter where you come from, like if you feel like you can make something of yourself, whether that's the good shit and the bullshit or the well and the swell, like if you got a mind for it, you could do it for real, for real. No matter where you from, and that's that's something I carry on my back and a, a lot of people from where I'm from
0: Yeah, carry yeah. On a, that, back. that like a, that balance is something that is more common in Savannah.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like. Yeah, most most of most of the kids I grew up with, like a lot of their fathers were dope boys, and a lot of their moms was not in the streets. Yeah. So for some, me, I I'll say like I had the the privilege of being able to have a choice growing up. There are kids that come from where I'm from that didn't have that choice. Right. So, but I always try to you know speak toward both sides to to the to the the thugs and the bugs and the and the and the the niggas that's getting it in whether that's on the on the on the blue collar shit or the or the or the muddy collar, you yeah. feel me? Like, cause all those stories are, are real to me. All those stories, like, and I and I never want to give so much of the positive shit that people get a false reality out of my raps. Right, you know, I want it, I want kind of like with do it for pappy. Like, yeah, it's clean but it's ghetto. Yeah, like that's that's gonna be my whole shit to like the day I die. Like. Like although it is, you know, probably ghetto to the people that outside looking in, like this is beautiful to me. Like this, no, is, this is the most and, prettiest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I think
0: that like the video uh, translates that so well, and and even if you if you like listen back to when we played it for reason, and even the clip of of him like responding to it, that's like kind of exactly what he said. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. And I think like that, you know, it resonates. Nah, man, for sure.
1: Shout out the to reason too, man. He could have been like, nah, that shit lame. Like, yeah. <laughs> put on some other shit. But like, nah, like I appreciate like every everyone's general consensus of the song and all the songs that I've been putting out lately is that like this shit is very clean but also very ghetto. Yeah. And it's not like crossing the. It blurs the lines a little bit. That way, damn near anybody can fuck with it, no matter what background they come yeah. from. Like, it's just pure like it's pure art, but it's not cookie cutter. Yeah. And I that's I love it.
0: Yeah. And I, honestly, like this season, like we've kind of tapped in with uh, a range of artists that um, kind of represent the South in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, and we had like one of my one of my favorite episodes that we did was with Carrie Foe. Oh, OK. OK. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, And Carrie yeah, someone who like Carrie's hard. she uh, the South is so like strong within her as a person, as mm-hmm. an artist and her music. But then she's kind of like pushing boundaries a little bit yeah. and very much representing for it, but like beyond it. And, and I think uh, that's very attractive to um, a wide audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I see that in kind of like what you're talking about right now in terms of being like Southern from where you're from uh but being very meticulous with uh, yeah. with the music with the brand with all of it
1: you got to put on for where you're from like i ain't one of them niggas that that grew up saying that i'm an alien yeah. or i'm from mars or i'm a martian <laughs> like you know i heard a, a, a bethel of artists like do it it always made me feel alienated that they wanted to alienate themselves yeah. from the masses and my whole thing is i don't want no one to feel like whatever they're going through that they going through it by themselves. Yeah, that's never been my thing. Like I'm a, I'm a people's person. Back home, I'm the people's champ. Like I want everyone to feel included without like losing myself in that. So like yeah, and I always resonated with artists who represented where they was from. Yeah, whether that was Trick Daddy, Trina in Miami, Ti with eight, with with Atlanta, Future with Atlanta, Gucci with Atlanta, Biggie with New York, Snoop Dogg with the West Coast, UGK with Texas, like. Uh, Got them. Even toward the newer guys with SmiNo and St. Louis, yep. Aminé with Portland. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, anybody who like really, really put on where they was from, I always love seeing shit like that. Like, yeah, a thousand percent.
0: Speaking of that, I, I know like even your name is a reference to, um, yeah, to the city. You've kind of put on the Pot Day celebration. So I mean, yeah. Clearly, giving back and, and repping the city and and uh, honoring it is a big part of who you are and, yeah. and your artistry. Kind of, when did that become a reality? When was that something where you were like, oh, we can really put on a festival for the city and and you know give back like that?
1: I'll say when me and me and my business partner Donnie, uh, who co-owns Clubhouse with me, uh, when we first started working together, we always told ourselves like a big goal for us was to have our wins come back home. So whether we we get brand partnerships or work with other corporations and shit, like we bring those opportunities back home that way, you know. In in my mind, it helps, you know, the youth die less, cause a lot of a lot of kids where I'm from, like like they get killed because they don't know the people who killed them don't know that they can do other things. Yeah. And with me, like I just don't want that to keep being the upbringing that kids like keep going through, cause it's been like that since I was a child. So we always told ourselves like whenever we got the opportunity, we was gonna make something to make that possible. And Pote Day came about in the pandemic. We started in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Our first sponsors were LRG and Reebok. And we were just giving out just hella gear to whoever pulled up like that way just to kind of seed people like, hey, like possibility is a real thing. Hope is a real thing. Like you don't have to go to the biggest cities to make something of yourself. You can always, you know, even if you do, you can always find a way to bring it back home if you work for it. And then later throughout the years, we've been doing it every year. Uh, Our biggest year was last year was the third year and um, it got proclamated or proclaimed, however you say that correctly. Yeah,
0: like by, like officially by the city. It's
1: officially yeah. like it's a local holiday. At some point, I want kids <laughs> to be let out of school for Pope Day, so they, so, crazy. Just, so they can just so they could just come kicking yeah, and that's
0: shit. Gotta feel cr- like man, it's famous. amazing.
1: The last one made me cry. Yeah, like we had I performed with a live band. The mayor came out, and where well, the alderman came out. <laughs> the alderman <laughs> came out and was like, they they played like hella like. Uh, Ovo forty keys in the bag, and I just started crying and shit. But yeah, no, nah, it's an amazing feeling. Like everyone that comes in, like they get a, a bigger like piece of, of optimism yeah. in their daily routine. And at this point now, like, cause we didn't want it to just be a, a two three day event, uh, and then no no kind of you know return of investment like after that. So now, like since the third one, we've been having internships come from. Day so that, you know, people can, you know, make something of themselves and, you know, build some structure in their lives that goes beyond whatever happens in September. And with that, you feel me, people get insight, people get ambition. And with ambition, you get, uh, what's the word? What's the word? With ambition, you get jobs. And with, in- with jobs, you employ people. And when you employ people, that means there's money circulating. And with more money, more, more opportunities. And it's just yeah, a big yeah. old cycle. And then, you know, less kids die. Like, that's always been my my biggest like thing yeah. ever. So shout out to everybody that keep coming to Pope Day. <laughs> We're on the fourth year. Uh, for those who don't know, it is every weekend. No, not every weekend. The weekend that is closest to September 12th. This year is going to be September 8th to the 10th. It's going to be similar to last year, but that's a little bit more money. And that's all you ever really need in life is to keep doing the same shit, but a little bit more money every single time.
0: Easy. Yeah, now that's coming up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's exciting. And we responsible with it, so I mean, I be fucking on bitches and shit like <laughs> during Pot <Pope> Day. <laughs> during Pot <Pope> Day. <laughs> during Pot Day, I will be doing all that like, but still, <laughs> it's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. It's not about me. It's for the kids. It's for the city to celebrate themselves and have a good time, and not worry. about Well, I guess also
0: the like the the fact that like your name is a reference to, to the city, uh, yeah. The city, so it's like it's Pot Day, but it's like just by. Design bigger than you. Yeah, it's
1: Savannah Day by Savannah Baby. Right. That's like right. the, the whole thing is about Savannah.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of Savannah legends, I've heard you talk about Big Boy as a as an inspiration. Yeah. Um, beyond Big Boy just being born and raised in Savannah. Yeah. What is it about uh, him, his music, his career that has like influenced you?
1: With Big Boy, I'll say this, man. He reminds me so much of just like the OGs of where I'm from and knowing that that you can attach rich to that yeah. and accomplishments and accolades to that and not be dead because but after him, there was a young man named Camouflage who was supposed to be next up in the city. And some envy kind of came around him being like the only one at the time and he got killed. So with Big Boy, I met Big Boy. Uh, with Big Boy, it's just, you know, I don't know, man, it's like, when you see him, first of all, he's short, we the same size. Yeah, facts. <laughs> we the same size, but when you see him, like, it kind of feel like you seeing a person that ain't even real. Yeah. But when you speak to him and it's like, damn, bro, like, you really are from Savannah, like, yeah. and that didn't change, like, and, and like, the fact that him and Andre was putting up, you know, such a big fight for the South that A lot of this wouldn't be possible without... For real, it changed a lot. You feel me? That changed a lot. So, you know, being able to see him keep thriving and keep being himself and, like, not letting this industry shit, like, change him into, like, an untouchable nigga or, like, a Hollywood version of the Mm -hmm. South versus, like, a true Southern, like, nigga. Like, I love that. And that's just... it's a He's a walking inspiration every single day. Yeah.
0: So, you've been busy. I know last year you toured with Earth Gang a little bit. Yeah. You dropped three albums last year? Three. I believe three. Like two albums, and two two records, a live album? Yeah, two and a live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two and a live. Um, yep. have, you, have you always been that consistent with your output?
1: Absolutely. It don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not like other niggas, bro. Like, where it take four or five years to put out an album, bro. Like, this shit is pretty, like, it's straight to the point with me. Like, I like rapping about a lot of the, a lot of the shit that I actually live, so I don't need hella time to like make it up. You yeah. feel me? I like rapping about going to the movies. I like rapping <laughs> about bitches. I like rapping about food. I like rapping about clothes. I like rapping about being with my family. I like rapping about where I'm from. Yeah, like them things never gonna change about me, so I don't be needing like forty five fucking years to come up with some super conceptual shit, yeah. especially at At my level in the game, where I'm still basically still considered like entry level. Yeah. And at this stage, like it's so easy to forget people because it's, I believe the stat is 100,000 songs are getting released every single day. Yeah. So in my position, you need to be on top of people's heads. So so I don't have the luxury of taking two, three years off because then I might not be able to pay my fucking bills. Yeah, cause y'all forgot about me in eight goddamn months.
0: Yeah, no, you need to just be dro-
1: dropping music. You gotta be consistent. You gotta keep dropping.
0: And you drop uh, three albums last year, and then someone discovers you today, and they have four albums now to go listen to. It. Hella back catalog. Yeah, hella, hella. You just
1: gotta keep it going, man. I don't, I don't know what the, <laughs> what the what the new guys as far as like my contemporaries be having going on. Why they want to be Kendrick year ten at year one. <laughs> But like they gotta stop that shit, or I'ma just keep getting ahead of niggas, and I'm fine with that too. I'm fine with getting ahead of niggas because niggas wanna make their fans do goddamn jigsaw puzzles and shit as part of their rollout. Like that's fine. I'ma just keep cranking out content. Me and my team gonna keep going crazy and keep making joints. Like that's what we here for. We yeah. here to make joints.
0: So that writing process is like always just going for you. Yeah, I'm always because
1: I, I like I rap in the car. I rap on the way home. I rap at home. When I get to the studio, sometimes I come up with even more raps, Mm -hmm. even though I already wrote a rap for the song before. So, like, yeah, like, I don't... I live and breathe making raps. Like, that's what I do. And it's not that difficult for me because I actually, like, live the stuff that I be talking Mm -hmm. So, Are you just writing notes at? Yeah, yeah. Notes in my phone, voice memos sometimes, so I can remember, like, a flow or a cadence or even... um, Because I work with a lot of women. Uh, sometimes I just uh, send them a flow and then send them a beat and then they work on something and then they send it back and then me and my engineer, we cook up something and just keep going. Like,
0: thousand yeah. percent. So you just dropped Yard Work Volume 1. Yard Work Volume 1. What do you feel like Yard Work represents as kind of like an evolution of of who you are as an artist or, or your sound? So
1: I would say anything before yard work was all what we would call buffet projects mm. where we would put more than one genre on one tape to try and, I guess in my mind I was trying to show people how much shit I can do yeah but on some business shit that makes it difficult to know what your target audience is
0: yeah because so and then you have people being like we don't know what to do with we you we don't know yeah we
1: don't know what to do so because someone who might like a, a R&B soul track I do might not like "Do It For Pappy" yeah. because those are two yeah. different energies. And we—I don't know about y'all, but I don't have no imaginary bank account or an imaginary budget to just shoot in the dark <laughs> with ideas. We need to be intentional with what we got going on. And as far as like my track record go, all of my Southern shit always connected much quicker than the other genres I was working mm. on. So with yard work, like yeah. It's, it's, at the pace that I record, I can knock out the Southern shit much quicker, much more efficient. So with yard work, like I always had a love for mixtapes and like, I just kind of want that spirit like back in, in Southern hip hop. Like, especially if you're not like, street niggas still do mixtapes. That's never gonna change. I'm not a street nigga. And most of the regular niggas that I know ain't trying to do that. They trying to do the two, three years. Like I said, they trying to do the Kendrick year 10 at year one shit. That ain't really my thing. I, there's, there's a street nigga Mount Rushmore where there's like a future, a Gucci, a Ti, a Jeezy, and like a, a two chains up in there. And then there's this right, there's this other Mount Rushmore of just joints where there's a, a Nelly, a Ludacris, to where we're just making joints. It ain't even got to be connected to no street shit. Yeah, Ludacris told bitches, when I move, you move. <laughs> and they move. <laughs> and they move. That has been missing for regular nigga hip hop for some time. I would say since. Since the big three right now, which is Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake. Yeah. So right now in the game, it's much easier to find 10 new women that are putting out joints than it is niggas that aren't street niggas. Mm, facts. So for me, like that's, I see a wide window for that. For me, because I could just keep cranking these shit. I could do a million do it for pappies. Yeah, literally, like it's not that hard. Yeah. So with that window, it's like nah, we, me and my team gonna take advantage of that, like a thousand percent.
0: However many volumes you want.
1: However many. My At some point, I'm gonna make a debut album, but like this mixtape shit, like yeah.
0: ain't nobody fucking Is that, on this. And and that's why, um like strategically, you were like. This is volume one. This is volume one. Because you're leaving yourself open to just continue. I could
1: just keep going. Yard work two is already
0: done. Yeah,
1: it's already ingested into the system. I I finished it right before we got to New York, yeah. and I'm already working on yard work three. Yeah, like this is like I can I can keep cranking these shits out, or cranking them out, and cranking them out, and it gets better every single time. It's not, it is somewhat the same subject matter, but it gets more polished and more like a deep dive into like the actual thing every single time like every single time
0: yeah um so yeah we are work volume one with some of the 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 touring that you've done um you know like we said you've been busy yeah you got pot day coming up but what uh what else is kind of on the uh the vision board like the goals list for you over the next uh
1: couple months over the next couple months so like i said you know I'm trying to knock out three words before the year is up. So
0: three yard works before the year is up.
1: Three yard works before the year is up. Like I'm active.
0: recorded and released.
1: Recorded, released, mixed, ah, whatever. Yeah. And still doing the press runs like this right here, yeah. and like continuously like prom- uh, promoting that. Of course Pot day. And at some point after Pot Day, I'm working on this thing called binge buddies. And binge buddies is like me, uh, my co-host Keysh, who's also my day-to-day manager and DJ. Mm. We a bunch of Swiss Army knives over here, clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like we do, we do all the shit. Um, so yeah, working on this thing called Bench Buddies, where me and whoever guests we decide to have, we cut on a movie and we literally, we literally just have commentary throughout the whole shit. Yeah. And at some point, I want to make it a part of my my touring to where, cause you know how like rappers will perform and then have an after party.
0: Oh yeah, and the, and you have like movie nights as the after party. We'll have movie nights.
1: We'll rent out an AMC or a Regal or a local theater. Cut on a movie. Me and me and whatever guests we decide yeah. to have, or let's say I bring out somebody for the show, they'll come and uh, do the do the podcast with yeah. me. With a with a rented out studio, have uh, the fans whoever bought like meet and greet tickets or whatever come in and just sit in wa- with us while we do that shit. Like, nah, that's fire, and that's gonna be dumb fire. So that as well as a uh, uh, clothing brand that I co own called Gumbo, we're gonna be releasing the second course very 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 soon, right, probably. Probably this month, if not right after Pope Day. So, yeah, like we're just continuously working and figuring out, you know, more avenues to, you know, get some revenue. Because yeah. for those who don't know, the rap shit is cool and all, but y'all niggas is getting paid 0.07 of a stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a like. A t
0: shirt is a lot more lucrative than a song. Easy. Yeah. You
1: feel me? So, like, yeah, you gotta.
0: Even get the socks popping. Get the IQ. socks popping.
1: You could, at some point, I'm gonna get bandanas popping. Uh-uh, yeah. and all that and then yeah so yeah gumbo and then uh turtle tales turtle tales is uh the docu-series we put together behind me and the gang you know uh opening up for the earth gang tour yeah so we got all 10 cities on camera all ups and downs of being uh indie artists on the road like the whole shit like it's gonna be fire so and that'll be coming out real soon too turtle tales binge buddies gumbo Yard work. And yeah, man. More cool shit on the way.
0: Yeah, you got a lot going on. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you pulling up. I appreciate you. Um, You know, let us know whenever you're in New York. We out here.
1: Anytime, man. We pull up quick, man. We, yeah, like, yeah, we, like, we do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah.
1: follow me on Instagram. P-O-T-E-B-A-B-Y-S. Follow me on, is it Twitter or is it X now? P O T E B-A-B-Y. Any streaming platform. I guarantee you my music is on it. P-O-T-E B-A-B-Y. Be on the lookout for Yard 2 and 3. Yard 1 is out right now. It's your main man Poe, baby. And we're doing it for, for Pappy on 997. Let's go. A. Peppy. What was you thinking? Look at these creases, look at my khakis. I don't even know that bit. I don't even know that beat I don't even know that bit. I don't even know that need, need a little act right in your life, need a little shack pipe in your life, need a little cognac in your life, you dig? I was up late night on the mic, I was up all day getting it right. This shit came here with a price, you dig? Fuck what they say though, do what you want to, nigga gon' hate though. Look at my logo, baby a mango. Looking for spin, they spinning and being it look like tornadoes. I'm <laughs> from of the old days, football, jersey and Kango. Tell them, I said. Uh, trying to play around with my energy. Tell em, I said, fuck. Uh, we done built up all this synergy. Tell em, I said, fuck. Uh, you ain't gang, you ain't been with me. Tell em, I said, fuck. Uh, you ain't my friend, you ain't no kin to me. <laughs> Top of the evening, baby a demon, do it for Peppy. What you thinking? Look at these creases. Look at my khakis. I don't even know they be. 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 Drinks on me if you do it for Peppy. Vibes on me when you do it for Peppy. I get hard to reach if you can't do it for. You don't do it for peppy Show them how to do it fresh way What's the move like checkmate? There's more to it than a checkmate City bound, out of bound Either way I said it all with my chest, man you slam on any man Who think both babies ain't next, man? No text, man I said fuck Tryna play around with my energy Tell I said fuck We done built up all this synergy Tell I said fuck You ain't no gang, you ain't no kin to me Tell I said fuck You ain't my friend, you ain't been with me of the evening, baby, a demon, do it for Peppy. What was you thinking? Look at these creases, look at my khakis. I don't even know they be, I don't even know they be. I don't even know they be, I don't even know they be. be. What I say, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then she say, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. It's your main man, POT. Po baby, representing 912. Clubhouse, we doing it for Pappy on 997. If you ain't on 997, because you not hot, my boy. <sighs> Five.